0: Also, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy, this is the year of the Ox, so for people who are... I mean, I feel like most of our uh, the small audience that we have are most probably Asians, but for those that aren't, it's the um, the Chinese New Year, so the Lunar New Year.
1: Yep, and it's a year of Ox right now, uh, this year. It was the year, so basically, you know, in, in Chinese Lunar New Year, we have, you know, the... Um, Sort of a horoscope of animals for every different year, and today th- this year is tw- is
0: a year of ox. Yeah, so not I mean yeah, so we have twelve of them, and then it's a uh, it goes round and round, right? Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a cycle of twelve horoscopes. Do you know your Do you know your animals? Like, do you know the oldest?
1: Yes. Okay, let me try. Um, rat or mouse. Uh. uh ox which is this year two which is this year uh-huh tiger rabbit the uh-huh.
0: dragon
1: dragon snake?
0: yeah snake horse Ma. yeah um goat Yeah. Hoji to yeah so it's mo-
1: after goat it's monkey chick rooster and pig so basically there's this legend about dog and it. pig Yeah, sorry dog and pig yeah so there's this le- the, the ranking or rather the position of the, the animals has it's a legend behind it about you know um the animals going for a race by the Jade Emperor um and this basically is determined by the speed at the end of the race That's apparently the folk legend.
0: And just long story short, because we're not going to retrace the whole race, but if you're wondering how the hell a mouse arrived first in the race, it's because he rode the whole race on another animal. Yeah. If you're interested, go read the story, because (laughs) we're not going to go for the whole story. But yeah, so this was a uh, quick... So we've recorded um, the episode, actually, before uh, New Year. But we wanted to quickly add in an intro for uh, just wish everyone a happy new year and for people who actually listen to the podcast and uh we'll be jumping into uh, the pre-recorded podcast which will be neo part two last week we didn't finish talking about uh, neo against tesla because there was so much to talk about um but we've, let's just give a quick summary of what we talked about last week, right? So we introduced NIO, which is this EV brand um, based in China, who is positioning themselves more as a, in the luxury segment. They are, you know, in terms of production capacity, they are one-tenth of what Tesla is, cur- um, is currently outputting, right? They are outputting 40k cars and Tesla is around 500k. But they have a market cap that also reflects this ratio with a market cap at 97 billion against Tesla at time of recording, right? Um, we talked a little bit about the difference in terms of the battery technology, but mostly about the key point that you know Neo has this battery swapping technology that Tesla did try, um, but ultimately did not decide to pursue it because maybe the demand wasn't here maybe for other technical for other technical reasons. But it is also one of the selling points of Neo, and one of the things that we said, you know, it could be beneficial because there is a different target demographic, um, demography. Uh, There is a there is also a future proof aspect to it. Right. Um, When new battery technology, when better batteries or when your battery has any sort of issues, it also allows you to swap it, to change it and upgrade it um, much more. Conveniently Than maybe a Tesla car
1: Yeah no, know and, and I think You know Having said that The next thing that we should Really look at In terms of EV Which is mm-hmm. Probably the new space That most That would determine Whether an EV company Would Be successful Going forward Is actually a technology Autonomous driving Do you think so?
0: Well so that's the um, Sorry just grabbing a sip of water there Um I think this is a lot of the arguments that is put forward when, you know, you see these crazy valuation. Right. So last time we, t- we talked about the fact that Neil is only producing 40,000 cars. It was on the brink of bankruptcy um, n- no longer than a year ago, six months ago. And they are worth and value more than Volkswagen, which is, you know, been around for decades which sells, you know, millions of cars every year, and one of the reasons that is put forward for this is that there are going to be different business models, right? And amongst um, the the points of the new business models that these new EV companies are going to bring is this full, cell, like, full autonomous driving technology, which is, you know, considered to be one of the one of the biggest technology that will reshape city landscape and you know, everyday lives. Right. And if you think about it, because you have the technology, right? Because you can see so many videos of I mean, you I, I sent you the video about the guy who drew from LA to San Francisco for example. Yeah, yeah,
1: right? of course. And and it's quite interesting. Uh, I mean just, have- just from that perspective. Yeah. If if you just just imagine today, right, if you decide to to buy a car hmm. and and you know, when you're not driving a car, you can have the car pick up your kids on its own send your kids back home Mm -hmm. after that you can use the car to 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 you know in in some maybe 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 use the car as a taxi right to generate revenue for you yeah that's that's generating additional income like that so in some sense the car which historically has in some way has been a liability on most for most people becomes an income generating asset
0: or at least pay for itself almost, Yeah, right? pay for itself, yeah, right? right? I mean, it's and, interesting. And will serve different um, sort of, how, how to say, it? it will play a different role in your life, right? Uh, and I think because once, if if you think about the fact that you don't need to own the car or you don't need to drive the car, it has a lot of different implications, right? You, you might not need to park it at yours, right? You maybe, you know, like... Uh, an apartment would have an underground garage with just a fleet of cars, and then you would book yours in advance. And I, I don't know. There, there will be tons of opportunities and yeah. tons of n- new, sort of exciting um, possibilities.
1: Let Let me ask you this question:
0: well, Yeah, if if let's
1: say, be Tesla or be new decides, yeah. uh, uh, you know, full self driving becomes a reality in, in and yeah. completely and becomes a common thing along the road, would you still want to buy a car whereby you have to drive it yourself?
0: Well I love driving, right? As you know <laughs> that I insist <laughs> on driving every time we go for trips. But um but, you know, but I if, love driving.
1: But if so driving becomes so stress free, it frees up yeah. your time, it frees up your you know ability. You know when you're driving you cannot have conversations with your family or, or friends in the car but if because uh-huh. full self driving you're able to spend every single time you want while while driving to do whatever you want you know it it also prevents you from having any liability if anything happens yeah uh, that that's something to be debatable right i mean but let's just imagine full, full self driving is foolproof it will 100% not cause any accident right let's yeah, imagine yeah. that's the that's scenario right so yeah. because if you are if you're a human driver you might there might be human errors and you might cause an accident so if that happens would you still pursue the route that okay i i want to have the option to drive i want i want to go for a car that i can drive
0: yeah
1: Or will you go for a car that's fully
0: autonomous i mean definitely i uh, i would embrace the future <laughs> I would say, right? Uh, even though I love driving cars, but no, for sure. I mean, because I like driving when we go on trips, right? When you're going to a holiday, when it's a nice highway road, um, when you, you know, that you're not stuck in traffic for thirty minutes, for example, right? And I think for the daily commute, uh, for all of those, you know, if you have just to go to the groceries or you need to pick up someone and all of this obviously if you have a you know which is 90 percent of the use case when you have a car right and when you have a car it's not all about you know like road trips and all of that so definitely a full self-driving there would be life-changing because it would free up your time you can be more productive you can do other things when you're being taken somewhere which is and you don't have to pay a taxi for it or chauffeur right so no i would embrace this i'm a big fan of that idea so, so talking a, about I mean, you're a big fan already yeah. now like, <laughs> I'm really a
1: big fan of it now <laughs> I mean you I mean, do just... the same
0: thing but your full self-driving is me <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so uh, I mean talking about that right I actually yeah. look quite a bit into the full self-driving uh, technology that Tesla has as compared to um, mobile eye as compared to to Nio or, or Waymo right and you yeah, and so th- you know I, I Previously, you know, Tesla came out to say that um, most of the technology out there uses lidar, which is what you know, Waymo uses. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And and just to give you a p- bit of perspective, what lidar is, you know, it's simply like a, it's like a radar that, that shoots out laser, um, laser sensors, Lasers. right? Laser yeah. sensors The sense the surrounding. It doesn't help to depict what the sur- object in the surrounding is. It cannot differentiate between objects right but it yeah. can sense what objects are, where objects are and the distance the objects are yeah. so that's what the lidar is so in a way it's blind right but tesla um embraces a different technology uh, tesla embraced camera vision right so it uses yes. uses, uses cameras i think it has a number of cameras in the in the car body i think eight or eleven um a, a lot, a lot, right? Plenty. <laughs> exactly. Probably increasing every 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 new model or every every single month that they are revamping the model, but you know it uses this the number of the cameras to mm. sort of capture images or to record images and uses AI to identify these images, right, and react accordingly. So the idea is that it's able to differentiate what's balloon, on or a plastic bag on on the on the on the street on the road versus. A, a cat or a dog or, or, or a kid yeah. right yeah. so it knows what's the right action to do and and so, that's interesting right
0: yeah so this is the thing right so Neo is relying both so Neo doesn't have a uh, in-house at least yet I believe um you know, full self-driving, autonomous driving, however you want to call it, uh, department with their internal sort of um, algorithm and system, right? So they are partnering with Mobileye and NVIDIA uh, and, and, and those companies in order to develop their autonomous driving technology. So Tesla is probably one of the pioneer in this field, but obviously, you know, there's Waymo uh, that is also up there and there's um, Baidu which uh, I've told you about as well, right? So yeah. all of these companies, except for Tesla, uses both cameras and LiDAR. And Tesla's founder, so Elon Musk, has been very, very critical of LiDAR. Um, he's, he's gone so far as, call it, you know, everyone who uses or relies on LiDAR is doomed, right? So the pros and cons of LiDAR or not to LiDAR is basically, as you said, one of the, the criticism that, Elon gave to lidar is that you know one is expensive and two it doesn't actually recognize as anything, right? And then but but the counter argument to this is that you're not solely relying on those lidar sensors. You are using lidar to view things that a normal human being would not have been able to see. You know what is behind that car? What is behind um, that bridge? Um, you know what is behind the traffic? All of these things which i think also increases the the difficulty in terms of the neural network that you're developing um for your self-driving technology but yeah. I, I, I you know you, you can't i mean i'm not an expert enough to say you know Dida is definitely doomed as much as i like to trust elon but you know people can uh, make mistake and <laughs> i do i can see i can see the both i can see both sides of the arguments right
1: right i mean i mean one one argument against Elon is that LiDAR is extremely expensive and it doesn't fit his agenda of providing an affordable electric vehicle
0: yeah so I mean that, so Elon the, the engineer so when when he presented this the engineer that presented on stage about why LiDAR is not necessary well, I mean the argument he gave was essentially you drove here and you didn't shoot out laser from your eye <laughs> right I love that I saw that I, I loved that and, and, you know, you can't argue with this, <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, it's, you're also not, you're dealing with, because they're trying to, you know, um, recreate the human neural network and recreate this sort of image recognition as, as best as they can. But we've heard about incidents, right? We've heard incidents before where... You know, of a self driving car that has hit someone or things that they couldn't see, right? Does let them or does let the car into an accident of some sort, sometimes with, you know, unfortunately a, a casualty, right? In this case, wouldn't, is LiDAR absolutely not, you know, going to increase your efficiency or your, uh, your accuracy? I don't I, know. I, 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 I don't I don't deny the fact that you know it will increase the cost drastically, but because you're because the car is not human, right? I don't think it's a fair sort of comparison to say just because we don't shoot out laser from our eyes, the car shouldn't shoot out laser <laughs> from its eyes. No,
1: I I I and I agree with that, I agree with what you're saying because essentially, you know, for full, to some extent for full self driving or for the for regulations to have faith in full self driving they do need to prove that you know it's definitely better than humans and yeah. if possible it's almost flawless right and if having this additional equipment helps to reduce the you know uh, helps to reduce the error right why not right because even if you drive you know because of human humans drive if you do it by vision you make mistakes you know human errors yeah. happen right so if you are relying if you are creating a system that's equal to the human neural network and equal to the human vision then you know the, the margin of error is pretty huge isn't it if if you add in the lidar you know it, it helps to make a difference it helps to helps to reduce that margin of error increase safety for everyone to yeah. me it doesn't seem like a very bad option here
0: yeah uh, and so the reason why we are talking about all of this, although it doesn't seem too related to Neo, because we kept talking about Tesla, but one of the the consequence about this is because you know obviously full self driving technology is going to be an absolute milestone or turning point for the entire EV industry, right? But but at the same time, because the margin of error has to be minimal, it's not a ninety nine percent accuracy; it's a ninety nine point nine 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 accuracy that you're aiming for because of the scale of the usage, right? If you have a 1% error uh, in a thousand cars out there, then you have a lot of people going into accidents and therefore makes this technology very hard to deploy, which at the same time, although, you know, Tesla is a leading player right now, I don't think that it would necessarily be you know, a a very limiting factor for Neo in the future, right? Because if you think that this technology is only going to m- uh, mature in ten years, then yes, uh, Tesla is definitely going to have an advantage there. But it's not a uh, it's not going to kill Neo to be a bit late to the party. No, so, I, I, am I making
1: sense? No, well, I definitely agree to that. And and I mean, Neo Neo uh, Neo Day Neo came out came out with its new new model, right? Uh, right the idea that Neo autonomous. It's going to rely yeah. on both cameras and Li- lidar, so you know it, it benefits from both, right? Mm-hmm. So having both technology may be able to overcome some obstacles or some um, shortcoming that just relying on camera technology have, and then you know re- also also you know you don't have the issues that just that you know relying on lidar has, right? And on this se- and on the second perspective, it, on your point about you know. Tesla's advantage. Right now, it's very clear that Tesla has this advantage of having this whole, you know, the, the huge fleet of Tesla cars out there that
0: yeah.
1: maybe or is equipped with full self-driving. So they have to yeah. clock a huge number of shadow, they call it shadow mouse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because of how the AI has run, it knows how to react in different situations, right? It has, I think, apparently more than 3 billion miles. Mm-hmm. Um. And just to put in perspective, Neil has about a hundred million miles. So, sorry, hundred million kilometers. So this is like mm. 30, 30 times or more, right? And, and given the
0: number of Tesla cars out there, every day. Do we want to just? Do we want to convert? So three billion miles would be around like seven, seven point five. No, 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 no. Sorry, no, it's
1: about four, four point eight, four point four point eight
0: billion kilometers. <laughs> Yes, right. four point eight billion kilometers, and then compared to one hundred million kilometers. Yeah,
1: so it's like forty times, almost fifty times difference. And given the yep. number of Tesla cars out there, it's only realistic that Tesla would gain a huge advantage over Neo in terms of mileage. But I yeah, because data is king here. Yeah, for sure. yeah, and I, but I do think that you know, with a combined technology of lidar and camera vision, Neo will eventually be able to catch up because once this technology becomes a bit more mature when it's safe to be on the roads mm. it will be a time whereby Neo, Neo can catch up
0: What well, they can just partner up with Baidu <laughs> which yeah, I'm, they, I'm very bullish in but yeah yeah
1: they could partner up with Baidu and, and in fact they are actually working with, with, with Mobile Eye, who works with a lot of other you know uh, automotive ma- manufacturers yeah. who are relying on the system right and you know Imagine just just imagine if they could get the data from Volkswagen cars. Um mm, wow, yeah. the number of Volkswagen cars on the street worldwide, it's in you know it's 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 that's a number that Tesla cannot beat. Maybe not in the yeah, next but, five ov- years. but
0: obviously the the you know like obviously all the Volkswagen doesn't, you know, have all the uh, the full self driving parts and the cameras and the system. Yeah, well, no, course. for sure. I think I mean when we talk about this, there is an undeniable advantage that Tesla has, right? And we, we talked about just their data that they have, but they also have very, very passionate, better testers, right? And they have their YouTube channels and I watch them. <laughs> um sometimes i don't know why i watch it cuz you're just watching someone drive around uh, <laughs> with their with their hands off the the steering wheel and it's uh, it's fascinating that, that, that's it's my like, dream you know
1: <laughs> that's yeah, my but, dream
0: but, but it's it's really interesting right because there there is an army of these better testers going around and using different rods and trying things because for them it's like a game right and then we're pointing to Tesla, oh, it didn't, you know, do well here and maybe this is why or it didn't do well here. Like I was watching this video about a guy just driving around for like 40 minutes and then turning left and then realizing that because it turned left too slowly and then there was a car coming the other way, uh, he had to take over. And, then you know, it's one of those things you don't think about, right? Because turning left, turning left for the machine is just turning left. But the speed at which you're going, the, uh, the angle and all of those things. It also matters in, in a real life situation right yep. this is one of the things that you realize when you get your driving license for the first time and you're like oh okay so this is what <laughs> the real world is like um but yeah so the the advantages there i think what we're trying to say more than the advantage is that although tesla is very well positioned in, in this fsd world neil is not is is late to the party, but it might not. It, if first, it, it might be able to catch up. But second of all, it might not be an eliminating factor just because of how much more the technology has to go still. Yeah,
1: right? I mean, we we don't think that you know it, Tesla has an absolute advantage here, right? It's not going to, um, you know, kick Neil off the party just because it's more advanced in auto- autonomous driving. You know, yeah. a couple of yeah. I I I do think that. The biggest barrier will still be regulators, and it will you know regulation will give will give Neo the additional time to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So so, but one thing I think you know if you watch videos about Neo, you will realize. I, I think we talked about this earlier, but just to come back, to this we realize how much the founder and Neo emphasize on brand positioning, emphasize on customer experience as compared to Tesla. If you have yes. have you have seen what Tesla the Tesla community talks about Tesla is that they make amazing technology, but the customer service is um a bit I, I, I would use the word horrendous to to describe it
0: horrendous wow <laughs> <laughs> um but no that I mean it is fair right so. If we think about five years ago, when you first started all these posts and videos about Tesla's, if you followed MKBHD on YouTube and all of those, um, it was the common theme that Tesla's technology was amazing, right? There would be tons of videos about people going into a Tesla, riding it, feeling the, the acceleration from zero to 60, you know, all of these videos. But, you know, the downside always was, oh, I got a part that needs to be replaced uh, it's very hard to get to uh, customer contact. It's very hard to get it replaced. It takes a, a long time. All of these sort of logistics, um, because Tesla was a was such a new automaker, all, it didn't have that experience, right? And it was trying to be different. It was trying. So, so that this was a uh, one of the cons. But I mean, this is also where you see the power of Tesla, because despite all of those issues, people stick with it uh, religiously, right? The sort of Opposite of this is Neil well and I wouldn't say opposite, but Neil has a v- very strong brand loyalty, and you know the people I was watching the interviews of people going to Neil Day. And interviewing people, they you know people love their Neo. They love the community that comes with Neo, and they love their car, right? And they and they just want to upgrade. It's the same. I feel like Neo supporters are very. This is why I compared it to Tesla last week, but uh, to Apple last week, because it seems more like Apple fans at the very big, not the beginning of Apple, but you know when the iPhone was at its prime. Um, it's a bit different than Tesla fans. This I is think, the impression that I have. I think
1: Tesla fans are tech lovers. Whereas Neo fans like the community and the experience, and that's what that's why I feel like Neo is creating, right? And that's what they are trying to do to to differentiate themselves.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Really, really creating this community feeling that you know it's proud to to own a Neo. Um, you know, you you have maybe in some sense creating a social status of having
0: a Neo car. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about what are the, the things that, you know, we're talking about um, the community, but what are the things that actually, what are the things that Neo did to create this community?
1: So, I think the very first thing, the very big difference they have is is the Neo house, right? Which and was
0: highly criticized. Yes. Why,
1: why is... Okay, let, let me just talk a bit about, uh, about, about it first, but tell, tell me why is highly yeah.
0: criticized, right? Yeah. So, you know, For it's
1: it. it's like um, they, they have their own... Re- owns car distributor it's a place to sell the cars you know for for customers to experience what it's like you know in the new in a mm-hmm. new car but at the same time it has its uh function rooms it has additional you know, facilities for new car owners to use yeah right you know you they market it in such a way about you can have weddings you have gatherings you can have you know meetups and, and events at the you neo house bring your
0: children to meet other neo parents' children yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and
1: to yeah. me it, in some extent I do feel like it's a bit um, over unrealistic the over the top definitely yes that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for definitely a bit over the top uh, yeah. but I do think that if you are able to create such a community out of your your onus, then it it would be incredible but yeah. but tell me tell me, could cri- tell I, I really want to know what's the criticism. Because that that's Well so I say highly criticized, create, right? Right?
0: but yeah. I mean obviously people who have a Neo and, and things, I can imagine that they love the the concept of Neo House, right? And I think Neo has all um has also very much embraced uh the love of the new owners to Neo houses. But it's been a bit criticized in the sense of um when they were running out of cash, a lot of the criticism pointed toward all these Uh, unnecessary expense, right? And you could argue for both ways, right? You could say, well, it's not really unnecessary, but at the same time, when your core business is still to sell cars in order to survive, right? Don't kill the baby in the basket, right? You want to first make sure that you can sell enough cars or scale enough before you start creating all of these, you know, sort of add-ons, which can be, um, but but it's true, it's it's a sort of a middle ground that you're trying to find because you're trying to build your brand and you're trying to invest into both the brand and the community as much as the cause. But, you know, the, the argument put forward was create the create the network, right? Create the network of owners first and then focus on on, on all of those, you know, sort of um, softer offerings because they don't generate revenues. And you were in, uh, in big troubles of cash. Obviously, today, when the, the stock literally, you know, 60x, it's maybe not as big of a question but you know i think i think it's a fair it's a fair criticism in the sense of you know they're only producing forty thousand 000 cars uh, tesla created a whole network and a whole brand loyalty without having to do all these offerings right
1: yeah i mean use sp- yes but that that this this also brings us to the point that Neo is trying to be different
0: no, Neo- for sure but different for different sake or you know this is it's hard to say right you can be positioned in the uh, in different ways on this because it's not established, yet, right? Do you really need to have a new house for your your customers to to be loyal? Right. Mm,
1: I now, now that if you if you think about buying a new, it's not just buying a car, but you are getting a tool that will service you it's, for a long time,
0: right? It's it, a golf membership of the twenty first century. Exactly, ex- possibly because
1: first of all, after you buy a new car, you are still paying new every month for be it the battery swapping services be it the autonomous driving or other forms of subscription services right yeah right so if you have this community that you know you are still in touch you are still in very much in the communication with the company you can trust you you build this trust with them yeah. isn't it and i do think that maybe maybe in the short run um it may seem preliminary but i can't imagine the benefits of doing that in the long run it might, it will no, definitely uh, be costly, right? I, I do think that it be costly, but I can imagine the benefits it brings to bring to bring
0: to customers' perspective. Yeah, no, and I don't disagree. I think it's more of a question of timing, right? That that was the only point. That was a uh, it was a question of timing, and it was brought forward during a time where Neo was running out of cash, and you know they um they weren't scaling, and I I mean they're they're they are still not there yet, right? We're talking about Neo, but they're still not there yet and there there's still a lot to prove but it's true that you know um it has definitely a lot of potential and and this new form of business model to see you know the subscription service for a car the subscription to a, to this community and everything uh it will be interesting to see if this is uh sustainable in a way right
1: yeah of course i think and and that's that's a very interesting factor i i i do think that if there's a chance that Neo will will differentiate from Tesla and and have its own niche in the EV market this would be one of the biggest difference one of the biggest yeah. drivers right
0: for sure this is and I think this brought us ultimately this sort of conclusion of, of Neo and this this whole you know Neo the new Tesla or not right? Yeah. I think the, the real question is not if Neil can become the new tester but you know what is Neil going to become right I mean because... from, from, my, from
1: my perspective it's it's not yeah. it's not just going to be that simple it's not I know it's, it's not like the social media market whereby a winner takes all or the e-commerce market in some sense like Amazon right you know mm-hmm. it's going to be a, still a very competitive market you know, especially in autonomous market it's still very, 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 going to very, be very competitive 10 a decade down the road you have multiple players competing offering different brands because a car is not just viewed as in some sense is viewed as a a tool in mm-hmm. in asia is viewed as a status so branding does make a difference yeah yeah and For and sure. i think that's that's going to be a very interesting space to watch as neo grow and hopefully maybe it, it may really become like the BMW or, or or the Daimler of of uh, of Asia, right? Or in 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 AV space.